If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, it's D. It's a brand new episode coming right for you, right on the FTL Network. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 14 of Table Cheese, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, podcaster extraordinaire, Anton Six of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. Joining me as always, head, CEO, president, founder of FTO Network, D. Murray. How's it going, everybody? D. here is finally inside of the building. I should get an applause, even like sound effect for this. Gotta get like a soundboard, like Kindle's clapping going. It is good to be here for episode 14. This is the... Uh, no, it's not the last episode of the year. It's not. We got one more for a year, don't we? Mm-hmm. One more episode for the year. Ooh, See, fifteen. We could, do, I, we could do two. I'm down. We could. <laughs> you got to get sixteen episodes like in like the 2020 span, and then 2023 is coming right around the corner. We got like so much to talk about this week, man. Oh my goodness! I don't have my list in front of me. You got the list. Yeah, I got the list. And yeah. like, 2022 has been a great year for gaming. But like the thing is, normally post Black Friday post-holiday mm-hmm. shopping season is dead. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's happening. You either bought a bunch of games and you're playing a bunch, or like, you're waiting for Christmas to get games, and like... That's not the case this year. No. That's not the case this year. Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's hit the gas. Like... Uh, you just told me about a game a couple of days ago. Like, you are so pumped about what? Yeah. What is that? What Pro- is that game that's been whispering in your ear? Final all, all Fantasy... Final Fan Okay, Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion. Crisis Core is a game like D. I know you're still relatively new to the Anton 6 lore, but I it am. was the game Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 was the game that was the reason that I got a PSP in ninth grade. Because I saw like I didn't know about base Final Fantasy 7 originally. I saw okay. the E3 tech demo from like 2008 of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I was like, holy shit, this looks cool as hell. (laughs) And then uh, Jalen had the special edition DVD for Advent Children, like the original, which I have a copy of. Let me not get into the shelf, because this will be a whole (laughs) stack of shit just talking about Final Fantasy VII. So See, like many people have like their, their first experience, like me, me being like, you know, the, the seasoned person I am uh, in my 40s now. Uh, it was Final Fantasy either six or four, where a lot, where a lot of people started out. 
there were like more people getting more into like from Final Fantasy Seven. But like to hear like that's that's like your intro into Final Fantasy, and you've been going all all legs running after that. That's well, that's pretty cool, man. Four was the first Final Fantasy there, I played. There it is. There it is. <laughs> but like I didn't grasp four like. Four was a little bit too advanced of an RPG for however old. I was playing on a Game Boy Advanced SP, so I had to have been in like elementary school, and four was a little bit. Even little bit over my head. Sometimes, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you start. That was around the time I started hearing the term JRPG, and like yeah. Pokemon was like my number one thing, and it was like okay, Pokemon's a JRPG. Final Fantasy is another big name in JRPGs. I'm going to try out this Final Fantasy thing. And, like, man, the amount of weird, obscure JRPGs that I've just dipped my toe into over the years and just been like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> like, they came out of Woodwork in that time, too. Like, when, when that Final Fantasy seven, like, all the other Final Fantasy come after that, mm-hmm. everyone was trying to copy that same kind of, like, you know... That's some kind of flavor that, like, that Final Fantasy Square Enix at the time, or Square Soft at the time, was putting out there. And it it, it brought a lot of games out. Like, me, as I talk, talk about a lot, Legend of Dragoon was a game for me that I went to quite often. Uh, I know Valkyrie Profile isn't exactly a JRPG, but, like, it, it was yeah, in that same warehouse for me. It's a JRPG. You would consider it a JRPG? Okay. Yeah. All right. And, like, you know... Um, and again, uh, I, I know Legacy of Kane is really not, and that will help. Like it does have that same kind of vibe, more like a more of a Dante. Have uh, you seen that <laughs> Embracer Group bought some of the studios from Square Enix and is talking about bringing back Legacy of Kane? There was like a survey they put out and they're like what would you think if we brought back legacy of king you know just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh my goodness yes yes you played i'm sure you played it right you played legacy of king mm-hmm. haven't you nope what i've heard about it is it on steam <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that on the shirt you gotta get that on the shirt <laughs> no my real back? shirt is is it on ps5 <laughs> that makes more sense for Anton. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I'm not sure if it's on Steam yet. If it is on Steam, I definitely say pick it up, check it out. Uh, 2023. That's gonna be on my list. Also, we t- since we're talking about games, JRPGs, and like you know what is 2023, uh, 2022 bringing to us at the end of the year. Steam, Steam has to be on on the top of the list. I gotta get like one of those decks. That, that that's high on the list. I gotta be playing this game. I heard like uh, you talking about on TV controller that you guys. Uh, that this new Final Fantasy game is going to be on Steam, right? It's going to be on the be able to play on the Steam Deck. Or am I wrong about this? No, sixteen you won't be able to. You can play one through fourteen, except okay. maybe eleven. Well, no, one through fifteen, except maybe eleven, um, on a Steam Deck right now. Like well, I have one through seven on here, and and 14 and 13 so i just don't have uh 15 and 8 through 10 yeah, that's a good time spender regardless like you know oh yeah get man. on play some games have some fun like you know and uh, i know you talk about monster hunter also you see me a little 
a little dookie do about that okay. recently as well. I gotta go, go on these two. <laughs> we we can't just speed past Crisis Core reunion. I gotta count down I'm on there. my phone for this shit. Hold on. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. Because I have been yelling on the internet that this game needs to no longer be trapped on PSP for years. I was like, this is a great game. It's just stuck on PSP. And so, like, you could play it in a PSP emulator if you feel like doing that. But that, like, they're not, they weren't going to be able to recapture. I got seven days, two hours, and 48 minutes from recording until I am playing this game. So, (laughs) that's your countdown, huh? Surprise! You haven't been broadcasting on on, uh, on Instagram without your story. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, are you uh, are you ever gonna get bigger into like the the, the the playing games on Twitch? Is that gonna be like your next step? I mean, I've played games on Twitch. Uh, Monster Hunter is a really good game. So like Rise, yeah. I could see being, but like. Yeah. 14's not a really good Twitch game, like for a small audience, like. With larger audiences, I've seen it work, but just with, especially with the way that I typically stream PlayStation games, like, Monster Hunter is, like, the best for that. There you go. There you go. But, yeah. So, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy Reunion coming to Steam. So, like, I have it wish-listed in a bunch of places, but I have it (laughs) pre-ordered, the Digital Deluxe Edition on PS5, like, ready to go. Like, it is counting down. It will preload in, like, five days. And, like... This dude is ready. This dude is ready. All systems have been go for this game (laughs) since they announced it. I was like, wait a minute. Because with the Crisis score, like, they... There's this Ever Crisis thing. Not Ever Crisis. That's a different thing. Whatever. There's a mobile Final Fantasy thing that's going to cover the entire everything of Final Fantasy VII. So it's going to talk about... It's going to probably have playable Advent children. It's going to have, like... It's like a mix of Seven Remake because, like, yeah. it is really it's weird. Like an off, it's like an alternate kind of universe, too, isn't it? Like, in a way, right? Well, yeah. Re- remake is... Man, that is... That's not a trailer for it. Trailer for it, like, it, it had Sephiroth, it had Tifa, uh, not Tifa, it had, uh, what the hell's her name? Like, the, the flower girl. Had her, had her attached to the trailer? Yes. Well, yeah, all of those were in Remake, which I beat this year, and, but the implications of Remake and the Intergrade DLC, and with Crisis Core coming out, all they have to do is literally a two-second clip of the logo of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and, like, man... No, that's it. You're right. That's it. Like, like it's a game changer. It's uh, they really are keeping this franchise going. Like after twenty some plus years later, they still got this. This 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 one particular Final Fantasy franchise is going strong, and it gets stronger almost every year. It seems even like from like the the Lou Tifa bust that recently came out that fans went crazy for. You know what I'm talking about? And like you know with the the, the Final Fantasy doing the like, Jacko uh, pose. I, hey, you know what? I can't be mad at that. I just can't. And then they, they the same company, the same thing with Earn of uh of Attack on Titan. Like I can't be mad at that. I just I just can't because like right, I mean, it has an audience. Obviously, <laughs> they wouldn't be selling it if people weren't buying it. Agreed. Agreed. And like Final Fantasy, like like this this branch of Final Fantasy is really starting to take off. Is there is there a sub name for like for like the the, the cloud area like like That's the cloud like uh, Final the... Fantasy? Does it have like a name for stuff? <sighs> 
it's technically like the saga of Final Fantasy VII, but like if you just say the Final Fantasy VII like umbrella, because all of okay. like, all of this follow falls under the Final Fantasy VII umbrella. All this stuff okay. like, and even that has become its own branch of Final Fantasy yeah. because it has. with like. Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus and Advent Children back in the day, and now with the remake and Crisis Core Reunion exactly. and Rebirth coming next year, and they've already announced that it's going to be a trilogy for the remake. So this is a whole nother branch of Final Fantasy that has sprouted out and from that, from that original series, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, from that game because that game was like a cultural phenomenon. Like, I was Nothing three, like so I couldn't really, you know. Cause most, most of us had, uh, had Final Fantasy Tactics when uh, before that game came out, and, like, we played Tactics like crazy. That was, like, that was the go-to for uh, for any kind of JRPG games. Like, it was Final Fantasy Tactics. Then, like, the revolutionary Squaresoft game, Final Fantasy Seven came out. And, like, that's all anyone would talk about. That's all yep. we, like, that was any before kind of game Square was and there. Enix merged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, like, it was, it was revolutionary. It's like, it's how a lot of us see Elden Rings today. Like, in, like, you know, if you guys, like, know about Elden Rings, if you guys have been playing Elden Rings, like, you know what we're talking about. It has a, it has a, a, a persona of its own that is changing the community of gaming in its field. Like, in the, if there's... Elden Ring falls under FromSoft games. Dark, the the dark, the dark souls and whatnot. At this yeah. point, like we got to put respect. It is from software. Like <laughs> it's not the Dark Souls. It's not the Elden Ring. It's from software. Right. Miyazaki is out here in these streets cranking out these games. But. If, if... If I if I ride you about the about Insomniac making the the Marvel Spider Man game, like you 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 damn well can do the same thing I made from from, from Soul. So like you're absolutely correct. Like these are from Soul games. You're you're from software, accurate. not from Soul. From software. I get it right. I get it right. <laughs> but yeah, so the second game I gotta like. They did it. They fucking did it. Capcom's being greedy, and I love it. 
Monster Hunter Rise is coming to the PlayStation Five. You like you literally blew up my phone when you gave me this news. Like my phone, my phone was going nuts on there. You should have seen the I, Monster Hunter channel in the Discord because it was like it. <laughs> one guy tweeted it, and we're like, "Hmm, that'd be a really fucking good idea." I hope they do that. And this guy's right. Guy was right, a hundred percent out the gate. Four K sixty. Let's go. I care not. <laughs> I didn't want to restart it on Steam. I was holding out, but. Monster Hunter Rise, I get to play Monster Hunter Rise with my friends nice. all over again. Like, it'd be cool if I could bring my safe, yes. It'd be awesome if they had crossplay, yes. All these things, like, I'm fully aware of. But Monster Hunter Rise was game of the year for me the year it came yeah. out. And so down you know it's more monster hunter like we gotta wait for monster hunter 6 or world 2 or whatever monster hunter paradise like whatever the next monster hunter is we're gonna have to wait for that what's a great stop cap let me platinum rise yeah like i plat <laughs> one of my rarest platinum trophies is platinuming monster hunter world because like that game was a huge success so a bunch of people have played it but not a bunch of people have platinumed it like it was serious I have an app on my phone that is a Monster Hunter companion app that I have to use to track the size of monsters I'm hunting towards trophies. It's yeah, I am. See, the good the good part about this also is like the fact that you're gonna get like a whole group of new gamers this year, and like that's that's one of my favorite thing about uh, the holiday season. Like you got Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you got uh, the solstice and Christmas. All those holidays, people get like gifts, and usually people get games, and like having like, a game like this come out towards like this this time of the year. All of them playing new games, you have, like a whole slew of new people to play these games with, and like yeah. that's that's like that's a fun because like myself included, I'm I'm still itching to get myself get myself a Steam Deck, man. I got I got to do it. I already signed myself on the Steam. Like the FTL Talk account is set up on there, so once I get the deck, I'm gonna be rocking out those games. I got I got to be better at this uh, this. this this, this podcast in particular. So I don't know if you're lucky. Like, I know some people who are, like, inherently lucky. Steam, if you watch the Game Awards Thursday night through Steam, they are giving away one of the highest tier Steam decks every minute. Hello. This Thursday. Yes. But you had to have made a purchase within the last year on Steam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's an amount for that purchase, too. But you know what? That's not a bad get. It's you know? Not, it's not a bad get at all. It's not a bad if get. If I win, there'll be a Steam Deck for sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sale? I'm going to do a giveaway? No? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, man, I'll hook you up before. You know what? I will appreciate that. 100%. Most definitely. Like, uh, I, I might have to watch it. I might have to broadcast it. You just put it out there into the ether. To get people watching, like we need to get more people with Steam Deck in their hands for yeah, sure. That was the thing. But, Steam's like, okay, if you live in the U.S. and you watch the Game Awards through our client, like giving us like web traffic on like this night where all, everybody's going to be on the internet, yeah. I'm going to have like six windows up at all times. I got to be in the Discord. I got to be on like two different streams. Yeah. yeah. You get it, man. Got to be trying and to win like, this Steam Deck. Like, it's going to be full gamer optimization mode the night of the my Game My goodness. Because the Game Awards is already so hype. Like, Jeff Keighley 
is great at bringing the hype. So, so to pause for a second to talk about the game awards. I know we're on Monster Hunter, but the, there are a lot of game awards out there every year, and there are a lot to watch. What is your main go to for watching like for watching game awards? Well, so the game awards, Jeff Keighley, like this guy Jeff Keighley. Used to work with uh, the ESA to do E3. E3 okay. started crumbling and collapsing in on itself. He hopped off the train. 2020 hits. COVID hits. He's like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> game people still got trailers. I'm going to do Summer Game Fest. And then right. like E3 was out for like two years and it was just him. And so he's been doing Summer Game Fest, but the like... The way most people know him is he hosts the Game Awards. He used to be known as VGAs, the Video Game Awards. Right. Like, back on Spike TV. Like I remember that, yeah. Right. So I this mean, is the same guy yeah. who, so, so Thursday is the Game Awards. His thing, like the big thing is this Thursday. I remember it was a few years ago and Smash Bros. came out the same night as the Game Awards. It was like... Right. The Game Awards are happening, and they drop the first DLC trailer. They show Joker from Persona 5 in Smash Bros. <laughs> like, not even as the end stinger. That trended. That trended. Yeah, Dude, I remember man, that. Huge moment. Like, one of yeah. the biggest, most hype-like. It was like... Because <laughs> it was like Persona something, and we're like, okay, cool. Whatever Persona's given, we're taken. And then it. it's like... Flipped the smash envelope, <laughs> and I was in a Discord call, and the eruption of like, holy shit, That's was awesome. yeah. That's awesome. And so, game awards this year, we got, whew. <laughs> we got. A That's lot. cool, man. That's cool. Like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta check this out this year. Definitely, I gotta, I gotta get more immersed. Thursday night, gonna... I have a co-stream thing. Uh, yeah, I have like a badge. From like I did a, I got I registered for the co stream last year and got a badge and like, nice, uh stream overlay thing and so I registered as like a co streamer for this year. So depending on what time, because I think it starts at like seven. That's not a bad get, man. Like right on. Yeah, I gotta just figure out getting home. <laughs> <laughs> So like that's that's cool. That's really cool. Like so you you are gonna be playing Monster Hunter again yes. with your buddies. Yep. That's that's also badass. Like game we got a like, the game of War coming out soon too. World came out on PS4, and then I proceeded to play a bunch of World on PC. Just because like it ran better, it had higher frame rates. But like this is coming out the gate 4K 60, and yeah. like it launched on Switch where it's 30 frames per second, and it looks better than any Switch game has any right to look. And then the problem is on Steam, I don't have the people. And, like, Rise isn't to the point that, like, it's a single-player thing yet. Like, World was, like, World was a lot better at being a single-player game. Even though that's not what you come to Monster Hunter for. You come to Monster Hunter for, like, four-player multiplayer. But World was a better game to play single-player, in my opinion, than Rise has been. You you made that a lot. You made that a lot. Like, you like playing, like, it by yourself every so often. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I prefer playing with friends, but, like, none of the people that I hunt with on a regular basis, like, we were all on World on PS4, 
into Iceborne. Then we came over to Switch, and then we did Generations Ultimate together on Switch. Gotcha. And then we did Rise and Sunbreak together on Switch. But And now we're about to do it all over again on PlayStation because it's just Dude, like... You talk about this. I got to give this game to my kids. Like, I think all three of my kids, like, they range from 5 to 11. I think they all get a kick out of Monster. Definitely it's really kid. complicated for kids. Because I tried yeah. getting into Monster Hunter in middle school. I had, like, okay. there was this digital PlayStation magazine on PS3 called Core. Like, Q-O-R-E. And in it. that, they were like, Monster Hunter is this huge thing in Japan. So I went to GameStop, and I got Monster Hunter Freedom Unite on PSP. <laughs> And I was like, why is this the biggest game? <laughs> I don't, well, just, I don't get it. With them, it sounds like. I, I got to play with them. Get them in the, get them in the mode. So like, the TV is going to be occupied with Monster Hunter for, for a good bit in 2023. So you, you've you been talking about this all year. That's going to be the game I get my kids into because it can't be all the rings. It's not going to happen. If you get a PS4 and you want to play Rise, like, hop in. Because PS4 and PS5 can play together. So we can have you in the party. We can have you... Yeah. If you can come across a PS4 on the low, there is just a crazy library. The fact that games... You can go pick up a PS4 right now and play God of War Ragnarok on it. It might sound really? like a jet taking off, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like that means I've been turning me right on. That's cool. I literally That's cool. had a PS5 that would like heat, uh, not a PS5, a PS4 that would like heat a room. All right. Cause they, I yeah. remember those days. My PS3, I remember that. I had like a little small box of a room and that, that would happen every time. Could, couldn't couldn't watch any of my, uh, my, my, my DVDs because it got so hot. I remember those days. Those were not good times. But yeah, so that's my pro tip advice right now is especially if you're looking for like holiday deals see if you can come across a PS4 Pro in good condition and you can play and the great thing is a lot of these cross gen games that have multiplayer so Rise if you were to play Rise on PS4 you could play with us on PS5 Nice. no, no even, issues even better and, like, all these games that I'm super excited for that are coming up. And, like, even Ragnarok, cross-gen. Gran Turismo, cross-gen. Horizon, cross-gen. Like, the only things that aren't cross-gen are, like, Ratchet and Returnal. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like Miles Morales cross-gen. Ever, like, really? Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. The night before... I could go to GameStop in the morning. I was playing Miles Morales on my PS4, waiting to go get my PS5. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, you, uh, you look like Spider-Man. My goodness, you look like Game of Life. Yeah, man. Right on. It's my favorite thing. So, <laughs> I guess I just got to go in order at this point. <laughs> I'm here for it. Gundam Evolution. Free to play Gundam Overwatch Hero Shooter Clone. That is super free to play. So, game comes out the other night. Like, it's been out on Steam for a little while. Like, people have been able to play this game before. But it hit consoles the other night. I see it, like, on my timeline. I'm just scrolling. I get, like, Gamatsu tweets and, like, different, like, gaming news sources. And they're like, hey, Gundam Evolution... Here's the link, free-to-play PlayStation. Cool. Hop on Gundam Evolution. Or, I don't even hop on Gundam Evolution that first night. I have no idea what I was doing. But, uh... The second night, I get online and I see all my friends are on Gundam Evolution. And, like, because I had already downloaded it, I was like, okay, I hop in. I'm doing the tutorial. Everybody else is like, yeah, we, it's ready to play, but the download's still going. So, like, now a game will download a certain package that you can open and do certain things, especially these live service games. Like, uh, on the episode of Cheesy Controller that's going to drop sometime between recording this and this dropping, um... (laughs) Chris is complaining about it because Chris doesn't play a lot of live service games. And I'm like, yeah, this is just kind of standard fare. <laughs> like when I'm downloading Fortnite and Apex and Overwatch and like all of these live service shooters that I'm playing on a regular basis. Uh, but, it's, they, but it's a Gundam. Huh? But it's a Gundam game, right? Yeah. Like this, you're in a mess. Yeah, I'm straight up like Zaku units are out here being pains in the ass. Like... It's straight up, it's like Bandai Namco licensed Gundam ass Gundam. It's, but it's a hero shooter. So like, I'm processing this. Yeah. Has this, has this been done before? No, we had that one game uh, with the jetpacks and like, the mechs that you like. You can jump into. It's it's getting There are a lot of straight up licensed Gundam games of varying quality throughout the years. Like I remember, I had Dynasty Warriors Gundam Two on PS3 back in the day. Okay. So like straight up licensed Gundam ass Gundam games have been like the thing is i'm like super into anime i'm super but like a lot of those older properties i haven't necessarily had the time to sit and resonate with in the way i have with like a lot of the more modern shonen stuff that i'm like 
consuming more regularly. Like, so I have my attachment to that stuff, but I've also been gaining an appreciation for older stuff. And so I'm playing this Gundam game with some of my friends, and I'm like, I have zero affinity for Gundam. This game looks like shit because it's like free to play. It is straight up Unreal Asset Store. Like, this could be a mobile game. Zero problem. Zero question asked. Okay. So, you, I got my daily login bonuses. The game from this year that I would liken it to the most is Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, which was like a mobile game that came to consoles. So it has all the free-to-play trappings. It has three different kinds of currency. It has loot boxes. It has, like, tickets that let you open loot boxes for free. It has daily login bonuses, daily missions, daily, like, weekly stuff. Uh, like, something like a straight-up mobile game, yeah. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> and But it's fun. Like, the, at the heart of it, at the very core, because a lot of it's straight up. Like, I've got Gundam Exia. And Gundam Exia has, like, a Doomfist-style charge and, like, Genji primary fire straight up from Overwatch. It's like this nice. is the exact same gauge doing the exact same move in the exact same... Because it's a first-person game. So yeah, I gotta it, check out this just now. picture Overwatch, but instead of the cast of Overwatch, it's just Gundams. Gundams. That's the, like... <laughs> And like when you said that, that's why I was like so quiet. I was crossing like that's like why why does that sound so awesome? <laughs> My goodness, that's dude. That's Do you I'm have like, any like, affinity I, for Gundam? Because like I have the, the things I know about Gundam that I can tell you right now as a twenty eight year old. There's a Gundam it, in a harbor in Japan that I conspiracy theory. That's straight up. <laughs> Like, them it, flexing. They we were like, we have it. a giant robot right now. We can do this. I saw Yaya Han, like the cosplayer. I heard something she recently went to go visit that thing and like it was wow. Enormous. Yeah, that is gorgeous. on bucket list of get a picture oh. of me standing in front of the, that Gundam. Agreed. Like, like lift, lift this foot so you can like pretend to squish me. I'm so here for it. Oh yeah. I, I, I love them aesthetically. Story-wise, a bit dry. It feels like a like a German a German poetry, like watching the story. Right. But the, aesthetically it's European style war drama yeah. shit that I'm like yeah. I'm like But it's giant robots in space, I, so that sounds I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's my thing too, man. So you, like if it's, it's robots fighting in space. Like it's kinda of right. all that, the but, shit like, I'm seeing in the game, I'm like, this is <laughs> new Gundam looks cool as fuck. <laughs> Unicorn Gundam looks cool as fuck. Gundam Exia look cool as fuck. And I know sh jack shit about any of these dudes. These are just some, some cool looking ass robots. Just like my, my, my little eight year old eyes are just beeping at this, man. It was gorgeous. So I'm, I'm there with you. you know, I'm glad like you agree about that those stories. They, whew, they are a lot to soak in, man. They are a lot well, to yeah. soak in. So there, there was like the newest Gundam thing. Well, the second to the newest. I need to get Crunchyroll for this uh, Little Witch from Mercury shit. Okay. And apparently it's like standalone Gundam is all really good, high quality animation. Like, so apparently that is the thing to watch right now, Gundam. Gotcha. But there is a movie that is on Netflix that has, so supposedly they have Gundam like part one, two, and three on Netflix condensed down 
to be easier to watch. But I don't know. That shit, I'm like, yo, this is from, like, the 80s, man. Like, I don't know. It's an 80s anime on top of that, too. So, like, it's, like, it's long and it's dense on top of it. Like, it's just, it's hard to just, like, soak it in, dude. But there's a continuation of that storyline that was, like, (laughs) 2021 animation that somehow just, like, slipped past me. And I put it on the other day. And admittedly, I put it on and I was tired. I don't know why I was tired. I was just, like, (laughs) beat. And so, I was, like, I'm putting this on on Netflix because... We were playing Gundam Evolution, and I was just like, I got to tap out. I'm tired. And so I'm like, I'm going to put on something Gundam. Bring up Netflix. Put on this Gundam thing. I'm like, this animation is crisp. This animation is like chef's kiss levels of like. You put that that label on there. Okay. Yeah. I I hear you. I hear you. Uh and apparently like, there's a part two. So I was in the PSN party a, a little bit before recording and I was talking to Oni Noir X and he was saying that, yeah, so the movie that's on there that has good animation, because I knew it wasn't Iron-Blooded Orphans because like I know that apparently that's really good. So I need to, I was like, I'm just putting on something to fall asleep to Gundam related. Yeah. Screw it. Put that yeah. on. Fell asleep, but apparently that is a movie that is getting a part two in the near future. So I'm like, I might just pick up there and then I might watch this anime on Crunchyroll, the like newest season of Gundam and like pick up from in like the modern era with like Gundam Evolution is my springboard into all of this. I get that too. Um, It it may have to be like like our, our cyberpunk in a way. Like for me, I have to watch it every week or so and just come back and talk about it on the show because I, I feel like I need to get into this. And that game you just pitched to me, man, it sounds absolutely glorious. And Definitely it's free like to play this. on like everything. See what I mean? Like you keep saying stuff like this, and like it sounds <laughs> awesome out loud. So, so I gotta, I gotta check it out. I gotta check it out. I do. Cool. That sounds good. So, sticking on the free to play awesome shooter video game. <laughs> train Fortnite chapter four has launched um and they just casually dropped unreal engine 5.1 and like overhauled the graphics of this game what the fuck (laughs) so are you serious yeah like just to flex it's like unreal engine 5 is great and all but you know what we have Unreal Engine 5.1 because Epic literally makes Unreal Engine. They're like, we're using Nanite. We're using using Lumen. They're like global illumination systems. Like all of these things that are like just like hardcore um, awesome tools for game developers are being like Fortnite is the test ground for that because they can. Right, and it's awesome for me as somebody who plays Fortnite consistently. Like, I got the Doom Marine from the new season. That's how far in I am to this season of Fortnite. So, they uh, Geralt from The Witcher is in this season. Deku's gonna show up later in the season. Maybe All Might. So, and you're annoyed. DC and Marvel's already part. They, they got their own fucking comic book attached to them too. So yeah, wow. Yeah. So like, yes, I was playing. I've been playing as Raven this season because I got Spider Gwen at the end of last season. But I'm playing like I have Punk Rock Raven from a few seasons ago, 
And then, okay. So I was playing as just straight up Raven from the Teen Titans. That's boss, dude. <laughs> like, 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 what do you like Fortnite, Fortnite or not? Like, this is that's that's impressive, dude. I don't understand. Like, I feel like Fortnite got written off as like a kids thing a while yeah. ago, and like most serious gamers won't even think twice about just no, I'm not playing Fortnite, but. Legit, mechanics, every legitimate me- concern that I've heard from anybody about the game is something they have a- addressed yeah. directly in the game. People like, I don't like the building. Okay, that. zero build. Uh, I don't like third person. All right, we've had that. first person. Right, <laughs> or like, just like the movement sucks. Like completely overhaul the movement. The graphics Back. suck. Completely overhaul the graphics. Back. Like <laughs> they, they get it every fucking time, dude. Like, they're like, I'm, oh, I'm Apex is coming out and it has this ping system that's really innovative for Battle Royale. What would, you know it'd be fucking Back. crazy if next week we had a ping system just as good. It's there like go. oh, I don't like the fact that I die I'm immediately out. Oh, well if you're in squads, you got reboot cards. So the same way they had in Apex, like and Back. Call of Duty, that's the gulag, like just shut the fucking door and give us your money. Just stop talking. Give us your money. Stop complaining. Just play your damn game. That's all you gotta do. That's it. And it's a good ass. That's like, do. that's the thing. It is the most mechanically sound shooter I am playing on a regular yes. basis. Dude, like, again, like, uh, the, the quirkiness to it, like, the cartooniness to it, not really my cup of tea. It's not really, like, for me. And, like, I, I fully respect that. But, like, again, the mechanics. I can show you that, some Batman dude, shit in that game that would get you to play that game. I have some dope ass know? Batman shit in that game. That's what I show you. I've seen it my way. I can't wait. Yeah, I've been into it. That, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it, but it's seamless. It's fluid. The mechanics are great. Like, the, the system of shooting is on point. Like the, the people who play this game, they, they are as a stream as a League of Legends fan. They are hard pressed about this game, dude. Like I don't get like why the haters hate it so much. I just because, I don't. It's like, ego. It all ego. the f- kid Fortnite dance classes and all the like. Get over it. It's a culture. Get over it, man. Yeah, but I mean, like, the thing is, when my group of friends, because all of my friends have written it off, like they hear me I, like arguing. <laughs> About, like, the lore is here, like, the tech is here, like, the collabs that... I can be Kratos, like, I can just go down this list of people that I can be in rapid succession. Darth Vader, fucking Spider-Man. Rick Sanchez. I don't have Rick. <laughs> but but you can't play him. You can't play as him. Right. That is an option, yeah. But I'm thinking of just, like, my personal... Like, I can be a Xenomorph. Yeah. I can be the Predator. I can be like John Cena's in the fucking game. LeBron James and, is in the goddamn game. And it doesn't look stupid. It doesn't look it doesn't right. look quirky. That's like that's the thing too. Like like again, like for me it is cartoony, but like it's not bad cartoony. It's like like this is it's plastic. It's like I heard yeah. somebody describe yeah. it as plastic. Like that's the best they the can yeah. mold it into anything they want and like have this coherent like Action figures work well together, like for kids, like from completely different shows, because they are both inherently plastic at the core of it. So that is how I describe Fortnite's art style. Because, like, yeah, it did kind of have like, and I mean, it still has its own characters and its own storylines and its own lore and like all of those different things that it has 
on its own, but then it introduces it's like name any Star Wars character that you like. <laughs> you like can play any of them. Right. There you I go. Have, my you Kylo it. Ren is like anytime anything Star Wars is going on. If I'm picking up a lightsaber, I'm doing it as Kylo Ren. I got the Mandalorian. Like just because why the hell not? And what's then, the, what's that one game? The the pug pug p u p u g z player PUBG. unknowns battlegrounds. That's it. I heard more people play that game, which is like which is clanky, which is laggy, which is like it's on every platform, but like it's not it's not as intuitive as say some of the other games. And like I think Fortnite, like as is, is a better game than that game. But that game still has like like a big legion of fans. Well, yeah, I mean, all all the battle royales that you still hear about have, like, massive audiences. So we got Fortnite, we got PUBG, we got Call of Duty Warzone, we got Apex Legends. Right. And, I mean, then you got, like, the weird stuff, like Fall Guys, like, because that's technically a battle royale. Right. Talk about cartooning. (laughs) Hey, man, Fall Guys is awesome. (laughs) I know some of the is bad, but talk about cartooning, that's a cartoon. Yeah. Fall Guys is just, like, they're Devolver Digital, like, on 10. Like, I know they've been bought by Epic, but, like, when they were coming out, they were published by Devolver. And, like, it was, like, yeah, apparently if you leave Fall Guys alone together for too long, they'll just start to eat each other. And, like... All right! (laughs) All right! There you go! Who doesn't like that in video games? (laughs) Bones and all, everybody. Go check it out. This came out. (laughs) <laughs> it's a movie about cannibalism. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're like next, next story. <laughs> well, I mean, The Last of Us. I watched the the trailer for the HBO Last of Us, and there's a whole story arc in there about cannibalism, and like, so it's based on The Road. I don't know if you've ever read the book The Road. And they made a movie with Viggo Morrison, I believe, also, right? I have no idea. <laughs> you just yeah. went like I'm, I'm way. Al- you're like, <laughs> I'm almost certain. Like I think Viggo Morrison was in a, in a movie about. I think it's on Netflix right now. I could be wrong, but yeah, they they they, they adapted into a film as well. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. So the Last of Us, when they're like their big inspiration for the Last of Us Part One, it was the road. So the whole part in that about cannibalism that is mirrored over into the Last of Us. All right, a little dark. Well, dark. Last of Us is extremely dark. I don't know. Dude, I had to watch the first five, like, 45 minutes. Again. I was like, okay, well, well, well. well you got to watch well, the well. HBO show. That's going to be a week-to-week table cheese staple. Yeah. It's going to be the Last of Us show because I know you can watch your HBO shows. And the you Last know of I Us can. is going to be top fucking tier. Everything yeah. they have shown, every set photo, every like character poster, every... Two seconds out of like a fifteen second TV spot of just like we're gonna show yeah, Pedro sure. Pascal Ooh. like scowling. That guy, he he can kill it, dude. Like he kills like anything he's a part of. Like I don't really care for the Mandalorian, the show itself. But, like he inside of it, a blood. So yeah, I still really like the Mandalorian. I saw that we're getting another season like early next year, and I'm like, let's go. Whatever. <laughs> well, you can take it easy. And hey, I man. love Mandalorian. I know. I wanted to get a Mandalorian <laughs> helmet. Like, that's... Uh, before that show came out, I wanted to get a Mandalorian. <laughs> the show came out, I was like, I can't do that. Thank you. Oh, my body. <laughs> I, don't, I do not like that show. 
Maybe I'll change my mind. I want the first episode. Like, this is not for me. This is not at all for me. It's, it's too Star Wars. And then, like, the Mandalorian is not exactly Star Wars. And, like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. All right. So, just Earth, Earth season two got better. I don't know. I liked <laughs> it throughout. <laughs> You're like, I got nothing to say, man. I love this show. I love it. It was awesome. <laughs> Like, when they were, like, the Fortnite season turned over and they're like, oh, yeah, the Mandalorian's in the battle pass. And, like, you get him early on and you get, like, the Beskar plates as you, like, progress through the battle pass. And it's like, yeah, this shit's fucking awesome. And the Mandalorian, like, the whole season theme was, like, hunters. And, like, so he was just an NPC on the map that would blast your ass in, like, zero seconds. Makes sense. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll watch the third episode. I always like give it three episodes to watch the show. I didn't watch the third one. Maybe I'll go back and watch the third episode. I do have Disney Plus now. But uh, I gotta watch Andor first. I gotta watch at least the first episode of Andor. Then I, I'll I'll watch Mandalorian Let along me know. with I'll She-Hulk. watch Andor with you. Alright. Cool, cool. Yeah, I voted okay. She-Hulk on your poll. Did you vote She-Hulk? <laughs> I was like, She-Hulk's fun. <laughs> I was like, out of all of these, like, I don't have, like, I know Andor is apparently the thing right now, but for me, it was just like, yeah, She-Hulk is the most fun out of all the Marvel shows. It's telling me, yeah. So that's all I remember one. That. Except for like you know, for fanboy haters, like I remember one negative thing about She-Hulk, like not one. Right. Like every, everyone tells me, like this show is fun. I don't even like 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 the show that much, but I think it's a fun show to watch. Like, not one person had one negative thing to say about the show for what I except for except for of course the the misogynistic haters. But yeah, it's a good Black Keeper is a good show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, I've enjoyed pretty much all the Marvel shows week to week, but She Hulk has been. Have you done the Marvel special presentations? There are only two: mm-hmm. Werewolf by Night uh, and the Werewolf Guardians. By Night. I haven't seen I haven't seen Guardians. I'm not, I wasn't a really big fan of that that first movie. I haven't watched the second one. Oh well, and I guess this one takes place between the second one and the third one. Is it? Yeah, well, because again, like there are like revelations in the holiday special that are like that will definitely be plot points in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which we got the trailer for. It was awesome. I did see Adam Warlock in the trailer. I thought like what he looked like, and my goodness, they made that guy look gorgeous, just like he does in the comic book. They they made Adam Warlock absolutely gorgeous. It's the same dude uh, from what the fuck is he from? The goofy looking guy from that that, that road trip movie with Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston. British guy, I believe. But yeah, <laughs> isn't everybody British? I keep finding out <laughs> people are British, like out of nowhere. Like John Boyega oh. was just like, like what? Like a pretty good Wait, what? Henry <laughs> <laughs> Cavill, like British? The fuck? What? Yeah, that, that threw me for a little bit. I forgot about that. I don't I want to start up that. Europe beef, but like, same in the lane, guys. Oh man, what's uh, what what is the the next trailer? You said you watched a few trailers too, didn't you? Trying to think. Yeah, I know we watched that East and West trailer. I know I watched the East and West trailer. It's also the Evil West. For Evil West. That's East actually, West. yeah. West. So, Evil West, there are a lot of games coming out right now for very specific audiences. 
If you like Dead Space and you like survival horror, Callisto Protocol is right there. If just, you, I just thought that. If you're a fucking huge weeb dork like me, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion is right there. It's like all these lanes are... Yeah. If you like XCOM or Mario, <laughs> Mario, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope, just dropped and is apparently good and like don't forget don't forget about score don't forget about like like the the tool fans the fans if you're, like, <laughs> if you're a fan of tool and hellraiser go check out some score and that, that game will give you some nightmares for sure <laughs> everything i've heard about scorn is that it's too vague and obtuse like i could see a game like that if executed better than it's executed bringing a lot of people into gaming but it's fan service. It's fan service for like for that niche audience. That's yeah, what that but is. like you can't even enjoy all of it because it's like you'll put your gross penis hand into like some gross vagina wall hole, and then you'll hear something off in the distance open, and then you just gotta go find it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So. I don't, I don't know how this game got green with. I do not know how this game got green. Xbox I just Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Game Pass is like, fuck it, we'll subsidize whatever. Like, put it on Game Pass? Hell yeah, here's some money. <laughs> oh, just uh, get Maynard King to talk about it a few times. It'll be fine, don't worry. Those of you who don't know, Maynard King is releasing your uh, perfect circle and tool. So yeah, he'll, he'll talk about it for sure. That's I game. still need you to send me your goddamn music, D. You keep thinking I, I'm forgetting, and I have not I, forgotten at any point in time. I took the game. Did not put in a share folder? Did it not work? I gotta figure it out. I mean, I'll give you like an old school five Go from there. I probably have a flash drive within arm's reach, but there's a lot of shit within arm's reach. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. there are a lot of games coming out like at the end of the year, yeah, or this year in general. All these genres, even West is no different. Like it has like an own type of like mixed bag of genres. Right. It seems like Evil West is like if you were really into games in that late Xbox 360, PS3 era. Like, agreed. If you were there. Like, this game is for you. And so... Like, it's like a mix of Heavenly Sword and, like, Devil May Cry 4 put together. Yeah. With a little bit of Red Dead Redemption inside of it. Yeah. For me, I'm like, the Western aesthetic isn't necessarily for me. Like, and the game that I want from that era, I'm getting. So, I'm like, look, if this is for you, like, definitely more power to you. It's just, for me, it's like... Maybe it'll be free on PlayStation Plus at some point, and I'll check it out. But it's definitely it, 
nowhere near didn't the get top you? of the priority list. No, no it, it didn't get you at all, man. Like, it, I mean, it's, it's like, like cool. I'm not going to say it's not cool. It, it caught me. Like I said, I, I, I saw the... I saw it, like I was doing like my, my weekly podcast. I saw Evil West. Like, what the fuck is Evil West? And I saw a trailer. Like, okay, this looks like Bioshock Aftershock. But like, it, it, it reminds me of that. Like, a lot of that. And right. And you're just it, listing like pillars of like a certain era of gaming. Yeah. Like, every I game know. that you've dropped <laughs> has just been like, that was that era, man. Like, and I got shit that I love from that era, but like, you don't think this this captures that? Like, like this. It does. Like, it totally does. But okay. the thing is, is West is in the title. I can't mm. think of a game that I've played with West. Like Red Dead Redemption Two was. I was like, look, man, maybe I'll be here for this cowboy shit. But no, nah, I'm more about that space cowboy shit. Agreed. So, I give you that. So yeah, for me, it's just not. Like, I'm sure if this game was coming out with nothing around it or, like, it was a quieter release period. But, no, it's like, I got Crisis Core. Then I got a beat Crisis Core before January, <laughs> mid-January, when Rise is going to come out and inevitably eat my life. And then yeah. there's Final Fantasy fourteen sprinkled in throughout all this. Gundam Evolution, Overwatch, like... <laughs> I feel like if, when, when or if I get my console, it's going to be a red box type of uh, event where I just get some games, play it for a couple of days. I'm going to be beating these bad boys. I'm going to just maybe play them so, get like, reviews on the show afterwards. There's this thing we call PlayStation Game Pass. And what it is is I set your console as my primary console, and you just get to play what the fuck ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> that may be the old go-to. But I have my PS3. That was definitely my one, too. Like, uh... The way a lot of us have Netflix and Hulu and all the different places, like mine was PlayStation. I would, I would just keep that bad boy on lock, get all the games every single month, and just go at it. So, like, I hear you there completely. That may be my go-to. That may be, like, the thing yeah, I got to do. like, if you get a PS4, straight up, your PS4 will be my primary PS4, and you will... You can name any number <laughs> of games. <laughs> We gotta rack up some uh, some 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 trophies. I do miss I do miss my uh, my old hand. I got some easy old... platinums in there. I got some like Spider Man's a really attainable platinum. Both like both Spider Man's Spider Man. My kids will love that. My kids will go crazy for that game. Definitely, they love the Batman Arkham series. All of them, and they would go nuts for the. Yeah, Spider-Man I think series. I have the entire Arkham series too. Just I got so, the My yeah. Hero games. Got like. Yeah, maybe that's what I do. Maybe I'll, I'll go to a pawn shop and just buy a PS4 and have that be that. I want to go like try. I'd say I'd pop. recommend try for a pro because though the base PS4s, if you see a PS4 with the trapezoid design, that motherfucker has been in service for too long. <laughs> All of those, gotcha. Every single person <laughs> I know with a trapezoid PS4 that used it and gamed on it, that fucker is dead. Gotcha. Noted. Noted. I, so, I, 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 and I, I know that. that the Pro is also a trapezoid, but I'm talking about the angular, like, glossy front plate, matte, like, with the line down the middle, like, the, launch day PS4, like... <laughs> you can, you can every, feel like that in his voice. Like, if you see this bad boy, you know what he's talking about. Don't yeah, rap. every, Don't like, the, what when I say PS4, the image that pops into people's heads of that system... That 
if you know somebody with one of those that's working, tweet at me because <laughs> I got to see what is going. Like, what are you doing? I, I, I will say another, another pause in the conversation. Like, a, it's the same topic, but I will say the red the red rings and like the red buttons of dev did take me out of consoles for a while too. Like, like seeing that happen on a constant took me out of buying new games. Like having them like them like get broken as soon as you buy it was not a sell for me. Hardware and that happened fails. to me like three times. Like it, hardware understandable. Un- understandable. But like when you when you buy your games consoles after you haven't bought a game console for a while and then are like two of them in a row crash on you and you gotta eat that not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. I mean I kinda had that with the Wii U, but I don't know. My PlayStation has held up, but I both my base PS4 and my PS4 Pro are like dead. Mm. Mm. But I, I take good care of my PS5. And then, well, until you don't, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like whoever, like that. Oh yeah, no PS, PS PS5 Pro, PS6, whatever. This motherfucker's getting unplugged and thrown on the shelf. And <laughs> <laughs> we like held like your windows open. <laughs> Uh, it served its time like two years in like I've had it since launch day two years of almost every single day like of me playing Elden Ring of me playing God of War of me playing Final Fantasy like I'm, wait- I'm waiting for the days though like when you get yourself a glass container and put all your consoles inside of it and put like a picture of you holding your favorite game from that console in front of that console I feel like it's going to be a good time for you Anton definitely oh, yeah. I, I mean I could the only thing I don't have is a glass box. So, so see that glass box, make it your your console shrine. I'm here. For, I'm here for that. I mean, yeah, like, like I like the tours. black wood bookshelf kind of. Is that your go-to? Yeah. yeah. Not full-on glass, but a spinning pedestal underneath it. That's not your go-to. See, I thought about doing that for amiibos <laughs> at one point in time. Ooh. Oh. That sounds nice, actually. Yeah, I can get in on that, man. <laughs> but at the same time, glass gets fingerprinty. Like my Matt yeah. Wood doesn't like it's just... and, and you got a dog. You got no dog nose prints all over it. Right. <laughs> I got two dogs. <laughs> There's a lot. Of Are you two? I only had two. Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. yeah, that's double. So. <laughs> yeah, a large portion of my existence is dog fur. I know that life. Well, I knew that life. I get. I just grabbed a mask out of my bag because I was in the courthouse today. Uh, today and dog hair all over. It. So like, I get. I get the life of dog hair. It doesn't go away. It never does. Right. So, on to this next story because I like we're about halfway through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're getting there. Like, pace yourself, guys. We're almost done. <laughs> Xbox first-party games are going to seventy dollars next year. So Redfall, Starfield, and Forza are the three that they've talked about. And what are they doing? I mean, PlayStation did it, and like, if you calculate the sixty dollars that you were paying for PS3 games and and account for inflation, if you just straight up put that number into a calculator of fifty nine ninety nine, not accounting for tax. Not accounting for any of that shit. That same fifty nine ninety nine is like seventy five dollars in right now money. So, and like games cost more to develop. Like because PlayStation started doing it, and I'm like, all right, fine. You can have ten extra dollars for these games. Like I have slowed down on like my first party, 
like intake, but at the same time, it's like it makes I mean, perfect sense that games. Yeah, I mean, like if you're accounting, if the games are taking longer and more money across the board to develop than they did this time two years into the PS4 generation and even drastically more radically than two years into the PS3 generation. Like, if you just think about how much more it takes to process, put out a 4K image over a 720p image, like, it's just, like, these costs of developing these games are adding up. And, like, if it weren't for people like Embracer Group, there would the middle... The middle has dissolved multiple times. It's like either the super small indies or the biggest of big triple A's. And like that middle ground that like a lot of games that... My most anticipated game right now is Crisis Core Reunion, which is a remaster of the fucking PSP game. Like that is middleware (laughs) as swimming in sevens. Like that is as middle of the road as you're going to get. But we would not have this if game prices stayed stagnant for more than two generations. All right. I, I hear you. I respect what you're saying. And I agree with some of it, but <laughs> they're going to have to start catering to their base more often than not. $70 when like, the, I wouldn't say a majority are kids playing the games, but like you get like, like working class people buying games, $7 a pop, there's going to have to be some change, man. Like, they're just no, going to have I to mean, be like, people like, are paying it because, like, honestly, like, gaming is a luxury hobby. And so, like, if you are all in the way that, like, people like me are all in, like, and oh. it's just, like, facts and numbers that, like, I can't argue with. Like, sure, I'd love for my games to still be $60, but... Also, every time I've spent $70 on a game, it's been worth it. I don't see it being substantial. I just don't. Like, I I, I, I know there are numbers and facts out there. I know there's, like, a, a big amount of people who do buy games on a regular when the price is, like, Gaming is feet. up. They kept like, buying. I, I know. PlayStation I know. 5 games have been $70 since, the, like, Demon Souls was $70 from the launch and harder. gaming is up. <laughs> hard to wrap my head around it. It just really is. It's hard to wrap my head around all of it. It just sounds like, like the console itself is like close to five hundred bucks a pop. Right, for but console, uh, honestly, console. when you when the the launch November twenty thirteen when the PS four launched, the PS four for four hundred dollars, it was literally more expensive in that time money than five hundred dollars is yeah. in twenty twenty two dollars. I remember I, I remember hearing about this like a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I mean it, like it's it's not just video games that are dealing with it, this. Like gas is way more expensive than it was in twenty thirteen. Groceries are way <laughs> more expensive than they were in twenty thirteen. Like if, we're gonna go politics on this also like the recession is also coming like there's more and more layoffs especially in the tech industry right now and like having gaming traditionally has been immune to recessions because people like if you're gonna invest in something right it's something you're gonna stay from yeah right if you buy a ps5 and you buy 
Skyrim super... If you buy a PS5 and you buy Elden Ring, you know that you are going to get the next 200 hours of amazing yeah. blasted straight into your eye holes when the world around you sucks. <laughs> you, you sure you're not in marketing? That's not, that's not your forte? <laughs> I, I, I want to see what happens. Like, uh, uh, if we can do a nerd bet about this, I'll do a nerd bet. I, I think this is going to crap, crap on itself. I do. But uh, you know what? I've been wrong before, but uh, I will take a nerd bet. Uh, this time next year, let's see what happens. Like next, next 20, my prediction is 2023, like compared to 2022 in gaming, is going to be more profitable. Console sales are going to be up. Software sales are going to be up. Like accessory sales are going to be up. Because right. like 2021 to 2022 has had a small dip, but it's still bigger than like, if you compare like, because 2020 and 2021 were insane. Everybody bought... Uh, they were at home buying games. They were buying Animal Crossing. Like, right, and Animal Crossing yeah. and the Switch and just all that shit. Like, people yeah. were, like, at home and doing, the, like, and buying games like crazy. And so from yeah. 2021 to 2022, there was a drop. But 2022 is still bigger than 2020, which is bigger than 2019, which is bigger than 2018. So, like... It's just exponential growth at this point. So, like, I, I have a feeling with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Final Fantasy sixteen, like, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Monster Hunter Rise coming to everything. I think starting January 1st, 2023, every single month, because, like, I listen to some podcasts that report NPD numbers, and, okay. like... I am willing to bet the entire calendar year will be up over 2022 in 2023, and shit's just going to keep getting more expensive. All right. Bet. I, I bet. I got you. <laughs> because, I, 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 it's interesting to see the guys. I mean, I'd be as, as immersed in it as most people. I still think Nintendo probably like got like the best footing in all of this again. But Nintendo's uh, going to have to hit the reset button, like. Last year, Nintendo has to do something because the Switch has been around for so long. And, like, for me, Switch oh, was my Monster Hunter machine. Like, we need a new gen. We need the Switch 2. That's, we need the Super Switch, yeah. the Switch Pro. They got to do. And then that's the thing. When they hit that reset button and do this next generation, it has to be backwards compatible look. with the Switch. Yeah, and then. Everybody who has a Switch is going to get another Switch at that point. Like, that, because they did it with the light. A bunch of people who already had Switches bought Switch lights, and then more people, and like, ended up buying yeah. the original Switch and the Switch yeah. light. And then they did it again with the OLED. It's just none of these are more powerful. And now they have, like, a full competitor, which is, like, the, the Steam Deck. Like, they have, like, a real competitor now. They don't care about the Steam Deck. Deck. I guarantee Nintendo is still sitting on their war chest from the Wii and DS days, not even vaguely Damn. considering the Steam Deck. Yeah, the, the Steam Deck hasn't sold. When Nintendo starts to consider you is when you've sold over 13 million units. The Steam Deck Damn. has not sold 13 million. Yeah, the worst-selling Nintendo console period was well outside of the visual boy which was a whole but like that's old, that's, you don't really count those yeah. right you know, yeah but the gamecube was 13 million the wii yeah. u was 14 million like 
And those are their lowest performing consoles. The Wii and DS are both well over a hundred million. I gotta get the damn deck. Look at they, they gotta get some competitors. Got to. They have PlayStation and Xbox just out here. Like Steam, the Steam Deck is not going to be the thing to make Nintendo. Like it would take. I don't even know what what it would take because like. So you don't think you, you so like like it's been a few months. You still haven't seen that. Like you you still were raving about the the prices of uh, of Xbox going up. That PlayStation already put their prices up. That Nintendo needs to bring on new console. You you think after all like all this talk that we just had, all, all like the the history we just seen been happen, that Steam Deck still isn't a big competitor for all these consoles. No, it's not going to sell. Like right. gotcha. PlayStation sell like super crazy. So like. But it's playing in a different ballpark than all of these others. In the same way Nintendo's playing in a different ballpark. Like mm. me, but like Xbox and PlayStation are directly competing in the exact same ballpark. Nintendo's right. off on its own doing its own thing. Steam is off on its own doing its own thing. Like Steam doesn't have to rely on the success of their hardware because they make... Gabe Newell is a billionaire because of Steam. Like all every PC game for the most part is sold through Steam. Like, yeah. like since Half Life Two, PC gaming. Like, if you are going to play a video game on a computer of any sort, you are playing it through Steam. Like Epic Game Store tried to compete, couldn't compete. Like GOG tries to. Well, GOG's kind of in a different lane, but like Steam is so. Like, Steam is bigger than PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo combined. And it has, like, almost everything Xbox has. It's getting almost everything PlayStation has. There's just... Like, the only thing it doesn't have is Nintendo games. Mm. And, like, everything third-party. Because, like, even when, like, people like EA try and, like, not be on Steam and do their own thing, guess what... (laughs) EA's like, we're not selling any of our games on Steam. And then it's like, fuck, we are not making the type of money we were making when we were selling our games on Steam. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, like, it's like a trinket to them. Right? You know, I gotcha. So, yeah, like, the Steam Deck is a cool piece of tech that, like, for enthusiasts, it's, like, another way for me to play these games. Like, we're talking about Legacy of Kane. They have... Legacy of Kane, Defiance, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver, and Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver 2. And these are just on Steam, like here to pick up and play. And they're yeah. seven bucks. It has, it has the potential to be great, but it, it hasn't gotten to that I point. I mean, it's yeah, great. Like, for yeah. most. I mean- as, as is, it's great, but like, like in the comparative, like yeah, yeah, in the of all the other games, like it's not in comparison, like, like the great in that level. I hear what you, I hear you, yeah. I hear you. Like if you uh, look at the Steam Deck in its own lane that it is in, it is the best because there are other handhelds that like can run right. Steam and whatever. Like it is the best one of those, but one of those. Even if you take every variation of a handheld PC and combine them, are not. Doing a doing a single Nintendo system, or not doing a single Xbox system, or not doing a single PlayStation system, 
Like, if you compare the millions of sales between every home console. We're having a money talk conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So. I get it. I get it. That's where the thing lies of, like, I had a Steam library. There were games that I wanted to play on Steam with a controller. Like, my setup isn't conductive to PC gaming necessarily because I am more of a console gamer. But this is putting PC gaming in more of a console package. And so it just works for me. And, like, a lot of times I'm not, like, really deep diving into stuff on my Steam Deck. It's more for testing stuff out, playing a little chunk or bit of whatever here or there, testing out demos, like, stuff like that. Versus my PlayStation is where I will spend $70 on God of War Ragnarok. Play like 40 hours of God of War Ragnarok, roll credits, like care about my trophies. Like, I'm not doing any of that shit on Steam Deck. Like, I care about my uh, Vampire Survivor achievements, but there are rumors afoot because it came to Xbox. There are rumors afoot of it coming to PlayStation. If it comes to PlayStation, best believe. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let me see. I have. 9.1 9.1 hours played in Vampire Survivors on Steam Deck. I'll have 9.1 hours played on PlayStation in the first week. Gotta give it time. So that's the, like, like like what we're talking about now also is that if the Steam Deck is a wait-and-see kind of project. Like it, it could be like the potential to be competitive with these other consoles, but it's, right now... It's, it's never going to try and be that because they know like what it would take to do that. And they could do it, it's just they can also just sit back and do nothing and make billions of dollars. Dollars, yeah. But like they got like a proprietary device of their own that you can also play games on. I get you. All right. No, I get it. So I wanted to shout out a local producer, so and so, S O N S O. It uh he's been dropping a bunch of just like singles on YouTube recently, and they have been really awesome just like it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Put on while I'm playing something music. And so I just wanted to shout him out because I, I was making the notes and I was literally listening to his music. So I was like, <laughs> dedicated to you, man. It's a good good vibe episode. All all thanks to you. Right on. I gotta check and send me a link. Yeah, I definitely. Let me. See. I have it in my YouTube. Um, if you go to the we'll music channel, if you go in the music channel in our Discord, I've posted like. 
three of his videos because he's been uploading like almost daily lately. And we'll definitely put it in the show notes for sure. Okay, so uh, this one you sent my way earlier on in the week. Uh, Troy Baker wants to direct or act in a Daredevil game. Good God, yes. Like in like thinking about that, it would be like the it would be the same kind of vibe that you get from Nolan North playing uh, Drake in the Uncharted games, and I feel like Baker will bring that same kind of energy to Matt Murdock. And whether he's directing it, whether he's like playing Matt Murdock, honestly, first and foremost, we do need like a Matt Murdock, uh, Nightwing esque Batman kind of Marvel game. Like it needs to happen. Like it should have happened a long time ago. Like having like his different kind of sonars and abilities had him change like personas from Matt Murdock lawyer to Daredevil. Like this I feel like this game should have came out like like a little bit after the Arkham game started like the the fizzle out and it hasn't happened yet. Well, and see, that, the thing that, is I don't want them to rush on Daredevil because I have a mm. feeling that the way people feel about Daredevil as a character, Daredevil has huge potential for a game. Yeah. Like agreed. Because like Spider-Man, you're not Peter Parker a whole lot. You're not Miles a whole lot mm-hmm. in the Spider-Man games. You're not Bruce Wayne a whole lot in the Batman games. You're but not. Matt Murdock, like, I heard somebody say Ace Attorney, like, Persona-style game where it's like you have, like, uh, daytime it's one thing and then nighttime it's another thing. Daytime, have that be, like, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, kind of like courtroom drama objection like over the top with that and then at night have daredevil be like you could do an arkham style like free-flowing combat or you could even do something like more creative with it it could be like a real-time strategy of like using echolocation and like there's there is just so much there in that nugget of an idea for a game and the potential. I don't want anybody. I don't want somebody to just shit out a Daredevil game and then taint like the power of the potential. Like Spider Man is a amazing ass Spider Man game for it being a Spider Man game. The Arkham games are amazing ass Batman games for being Batman games. Guardians of the Galaxy is a great Guardians of the Galaxy game. So. And I know, like, I'm expecting the Black Panther game from EA to be a good Black Panther game. Like, I'm expecting the future output of Marvel games. Like, Marvel Snap is crack. Like, I'm I'm at seven, almost seven fifty on my collection level right now. So like, not here. I fell off for like a week. Jalen overtook me, and it's like I'm gonna come back, but I am not gonna be back. Enforce with this game, like they're gonna have to. I'm beating, I'm beating you both. <laughs> Feels good. You're beating us I'm both be- combined. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's all right. I'll take it. <laughs> I I do have like three ideas, like three games, like that that can be inspiration for this Daredevil game, and like I've, I've been meaning to post this on my Twitch TikTok. I haven't had a chance to, but uh, it's taking taking elements of Know Your Solid, taking elements of Splinter Cell, and taking elements of Hitman, taking elements of those three games. And putting like, or, or maybe Prince of Persia also, if you want to do a fourth out there, and well, putting those four time mechanics inside of a game and making it there over again. So that would be the best way to go about it. He's rubbing his eyes. I mean, yes. something. Because the Metal Gear Solid, like, in my opinion, there's this game, I think it's called Medium, 
that is like inspired by Metal Gear Solid, but like, and then like the split, like Hitman, modern Hitman, and like if you wanted to do Prince of Persia, thinking about modern Assassin's Creed, because yeah, Daredevil. Who, I guess modern Assassin's Creed would be a better analogy for it. Yeah, I feel that. I feel I feel Assassin's Creed more than Prince of Persia for sure. I can feel that because like Prince of Persia is like it's vast. It has like a lot of different elements you can grab from. Yeah. yeah, but they d- took Prince of Persia and turned it into Assassin's Creed and kept iterating on the stuff that Prince of Persia started and just expanded on because Assassin's Creed was way more popular yeah. than uh Brain just died. Game Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed is way more like popular and it's like a valuable. Franchise, yeah. yeah. Then, like it's been going longer than Prince of Persia. Right, it's like it has its own movie also, and like its own movie like spun out like more games. There's going to be more. There's like a Netflix collaboration, yeah, with Assassin's Creed coming up. They, so. They've been talking about it for like three years now, but like they like it has been talked about. It. Like it is, like, it's happening. So. First half of 2023, we're not going to make it to E3 with without whatever the Netflix Assassin's Creed thing is being out. Gotcha. But like the 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 Assassin's Creed idea, like like the having is it Ubisoft that does it? I think Ubisoft yep. does Assassin's Creed, right? Like I, I said give it to them. Like Marvel, talk to Ubisoft about the Daredevil game. Just make it happen. Like I I would take a I would take an Daredevil game from Ubisoft. I I would. I really would. I wouldn't even like complain about it. Just like just have them go full reign at it and just go nuts and I would be there for it. Man. Assassin's Creed Black Flag's always a good time. Like if you just <laughs> <laughs> Like when, when you when you use something right, like why not just like let them keep on doing it? Like uh, I know I said before, like on a on a different post, like if I wanted to see a She Hulk game being made, like get Santa Monica, like to do it. They Santa would. Monica. I that'd be really good. <laughs> it would be. It would be great. But like, like I hear what you know. Like they probably wouldn't do it. Like maybe not. Like 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 my my hopeful fantasy mind would love to see it happen. Yeah, but. I'd even take a Santa Monica Daredevil game. Like, I'd take whatever the hell Santa Monica wants to give me. That's fair. Very, very fair. <laughs> so, the last game that I have on the list that I want to talk about, they dropped a dev diary today on it um, Project L from Riot Games. They're oh. 2D tag fighter. Based on League of Legends, that is like they have FGC vets, they have fighting game development vets, they just have like if you could spend if you had money the way Riot has money to throw at a project, like the way Arcane came out and was like huge, the way Valorant came out and was huge, this is going to be that for the fighting game community. Like, like, about it. Yeah. We have a big next couple of years coming up because we got Street Fighter 6, we got Tekken 8, we got was, Mortal Kombat, or whatever the next NetherRealm game is. I was I was about to rattle them off too. You beat me too. There is the potential out there that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 remastered. Like, that is a game that I want to speak into existence. Because MVC 2, like, that they'd put that shit out for twenty five bucks and it would sell millions. I I I would get it. I don't have a fucking console. I would fucking buy it. So no, I hear you. Like that. That's 
And that would be the, the I know I said like God of War maybe the game get back in the console, but like if there was a new Marvel Capcom game out, dude. Well, no, 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 because there's Marvel uh, versus Capcom Infinite out there, and you don't want <laughs> Monster Hunter is in that game, and I don't want to play that game. Hell, dude, good God, all right. <laughs> but what I will always take is Marvel vs. Capcom 2 remastered because, like, now we're at the point. Yeah, just, like, port that game up. We have all these Capcom fighting collections that are just, like, packages of a bunch of old fighting games, and it's, like, here. Like, yeah, you might have to, like, before to play Darkstalkers, you had to emulate whatever, like, an arcade cabinet in Fightcade and, like, play, like, no, it, like, and now it's just uh, executable on my PS5 that I open up and it has like, like, dot emu, um, digital extremes. I want to say like there are a few like game preservation companies that have been like bringing, they've been doing it for old Capcom games and they've been yeah. doing it for old Disney games because we got like oh. the Aladdin Lion King and we got the Disney Afternoon collection with like Chip and Dale and like and the the DuckTales games yeah. yeah I believe as well yep. yeah. yeah so yeah. like there have been these companies working and bringing like they're even bringing back old Konami games with like the Castlevania yeah. collections and like the TMNT right. collections so that's like, been hot lately too yeah right so all we need they've been doing it with old Disney stuff Marvel They've been doing it with old Capcom <laughs> stuff. Capcom. You hyping yourself up, man, Tom. I'm speaking this motherfucker into existence. Like we can roll back the tape to Table Cheese 14, where Anton called it that they're Marvel vs. Capcom 2 rematch. Like I have a feeling we'll get that within the next two years. I mean, I, I can hear that. I can, I can, I can see that like in formation and like adding the the newer some newer Marvel characters into it. I nope, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say don't touch like, it. Do not change nope. it at all. Just that game, like, straight up. Give me that know. game, straight up. Uh, you gotta put some PLC characters inside nope. of it. Like, otherwise, no. Because then they'll nope. have to do more development work, and they'll have to go in and change the code of the game, and that'll break shit. Like, going in and doing stuff like that, unless sure. you're completely remaking the, gr- the game from the ground up, which they don't need to do. That's a lot of work. I understand, like... That would be ideal, but that is a shit ton of work. And, like, fighting but, games, especially, like, something as, like, heralded as MVC2, the fact that people will just straight up play that game as is right now on right. old hardware, like, just bring it to modern hardware just like it is. Like, we don't need you going in and doing anything. You can put a wrapper around it that has, like, concept art. Because, like, the Capcom Fighting Collection has the manual for every game in English and Japanese were available. It has like concept art. It has like character art for every character. Like put all of that stuff. Like the Marvel versus Capcom two art book is like nuts. Like, so just put like high res scans of that in there. Like, I don't know. Do not change it. I don't think there's no business or Capcom will go go for that part, but I I hear you. Well, no, both of them have done it. That's the thing. Have they? The Capcom Fighting Collection is because they did it with the Street Fighter 30th anniversary. They did it with the Capcom Fighting Collection. Like all the Mega Man collections, 
all of these things have like a wrapper around them of like, yeah, you can go in and we have all these games and you can play all these games, but there's also like all this extra shit that it was like, well, we, we opened up the folder on our computer that said pocket fighter (laughs) DX and we had this ROM. So we're going to throw that in there and we had all these wallpapers so we're going to throw those in there. And we had the soundtrack file, so we're going to throw that in there. Like, When has, when has Marvel like let some of that happen? When has Marvel like, let you do some extra stuff on their, on their games? Well, lovely. I haven't played any of the Disney more modern, like any of the modern collections. I've played the Capcom-like collections okay. and stuff. But like I didn't... Like I guess if they did Monsters Inc. because the Monsters Inc. licensed game on Game Boy Color, like I have some nostalgia for that, but like I don't necessarily have nostalgia for Chippendale Rescue Rangers or the Ducktales game. Like I didn't really play or the Aladdin game or the Lion were, King game. They were hard, man. They were hard as hell. Yeah, and I mean old games you typically are hard, but they have like save states and all that shit on top of that. So I guess, I guess now they do, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not all sure right. that Disney has had them do it l- like that for their games, but I know that pretty much all these other retro collections Okay. Like because they could just do the Marvel versus or Street Fighter versus Marvel collection. And it could be X-Men versus Street Fighter. It could be Marvel versus Capcom 1, 2, and 3. They could do all of... They could put that entire series of games into a collection and sell it and, like, put a wrapper around it the way they've done with all the other Capcom collections and then put all that like all that bonus content like there's an Atari one right now like the Atari 50th anniversary collection and that collection sure there's a trillion ways to play Pong or Space Invaders or whatever yeah. whatever the hell you were playing on Atari <laughs> but like the it's the wrapper around it that has like developer interviews that were like this is like a tape of somebody like when they were working on this game 50 years ago. Like, and they just have like all of this stuff of like sketches of level designs for Atari games and stuff like that. Just all included in this package. And like, if you have nostalgia for that stuff, like from what I've heard, it's like, yeah, like people who are nostalgic for Atari and who are like into gaming, you probably have 8 billion ways to emulate the entire Atari library at any given second easily. Like if, if Marvel Disney if, if let, let you go ham on, on their property like that, I would say it, it, it can be a go. If they don't, then like, I would say don't even like think about trying to bring this out. Like if you can't, like if Marvel, like if Marvel Disney won't let you go ham, on their property, which they they are very weird about. Like I, I don't. Well, no, I don't see this that just happening. this is just bring back these old games. This isn't because you don't necessarily need. You could get like developer interviews with the people at Capcom who worked on it. Okay, but not you probably wouldn't get people from Disney like interviewing from twenty years ago. Like you're probably not going to get that kind of stuff. But, gotcha. And I'd be happy if they just put Marvel versus Capcom two. 
as by itself as a ROM that I could, yeah, just put it like on Steam. Let me download it on my Steam Deck. Put it on PlayStation. Let me download it on my PlayStation. Put it on. Put it on Switch. Like, uh, I mean, this is like a what was that Dreamcast game? Mm -hmm. So like, it can definitely run on Switch. Like, I'll take it as bone stock. Like, flat out, it's not even. It's just a port. Like. Or you could put it within this wrapper that Capcom has been liking to do. Like, you heard it? You heard it first, 2004. Anton, Anton's saying that they're, they're remaking a Capcom, Marvel Capcom 2. Not remaking. Like remastered. Re-releasing, somehow. Putting it on modern <laughs> platform. <laughs> we, may, we may see it. We may see it. It might be in Street Fighter Six. I have a theory about that. Like, that would be interesting. It, because there are arcade cabinets that you can sit down in online in Street Fighter Six and play old Capcom games. And so... Yeah. That would be a little bit different, yeah. That would be like, like a like a, uh, a Easter egg for like, for the fans like, to get themselves like, uh, attached to it, yeah. That would be something to talk about, too, fan-wise. I think that, that would be something that... that to look into if that was the case. Yeah, I like that. Ooh. People have been too much shut up about that shit. For sure. Alright. Well, yeah. So, Project L uh, free to... Supposedly going to be free to play because <laughs> uh, Riot games have all been... Well, all of Riot's competitive multiplayer games have been free to play. So, League of Legends and Valorant are both free to play. They're like there's this one that's League of Legends spinoff, uh, something about the Ru- the Ruined King. But uh, that's not free to play, but that's like a single player story, like kind of spinoff thing. But like all this, of. Huh? This would this be a 2D fighting game. So like it, it yeah. could possibly be. A it is game, a so yeah. 2v2 tag based fighting game. So like apparently a couple years ago they were at first it was just going to be a one v one fighter. Now it seems like they're going to have a I tag guess. system like from Marvel versus Capcom, like from mm-hmm. Skullgirls, like from Tekken Tag, like Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, like any of these tag based games. Like it looks like Project L. Like it'll be interesting to see because we keep just getting like these six minute videos here and there of project L once they start marketing project L it's going to be crazy. Like once people in the community, cause it looks like they only have like five characters done and I think they're going to have a lot more to drop. Like they're probably going to have to have like at least a roster of 15 to 20 to start off with. Or, I mean, they could really start small with like eight. I don't know. It it's riot. They have way too much money. So, so that'll be interesting to watch. I just recommend everybody watch the newest developer video. They showcase a new character. Uh, they really starting to get into the mechanics of the game and like how tagging and comboing are going to be working. And of course, the game just still looks great. Whatever arcade cabinet setup they have in the back with just PS4s hooked up to it, I would like one of those. It looks really cool. It's just like an arcade cabinet with a fight stick on it that's just a PS4 loaded up with fighting games. Like, they have it blurred out, but it's straight up Tekken 7 on one of them. Is it glass? Huh? Is it glass? 
No, like on the screen was just a PS4 menu hovering over Tekken 7. And like, so they have like blurred out what's on the screen, but it's like, I know what that is. <laughs> That's nice. I like that. Yeah. That's like, like a gamer dream right there. That's yeah. Cool. I, I mean, like we got that. the arcade cabinet scrolling behind us on table cheese, and like it's a fighting game going on in, on at least one of them. So, like, there's always, there's always fun talking games, which is like you take me back to a time where like where games were my life, and like hear stuff like like what you just described there, man. Twenty something year old me would like like oh, I'm so excited now, but man. Like the the gamers of today, you guys, like having the time, the resources, the ability just to go at a game like All right. Well, do you got a one more thing before we wrap? This is pro- this is the longest episode of Table Cheese. <laughs> no, no kids interrupting. That, that's the reason why. There you go. Um, my last thing is twenty twenty three is almost over. It is December twenty twenty two. Definitely 2023 is almost over. Yeah. Aging the years. Uh, <laughs> and it's almost over. Yeah, you know, do do what you can with what you have. Watch all the shows. Try to hit up those cool, like holiday parties as much as you can. And just, you know, do do you to your fullest. That's all that's all I can say to you. Do you to your fullest and just like be be your best out there. Okay. Well, until next time, you can follow me around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. I'm still on Twitter. I'm going down with the ship at this point. At Anton6x3x's. D, where can people find you? You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, Discord. You can find me all the different places. Yeah. It just cut out. So whatever you said after Discord... Uh, I also decided to go down with the ship. Can you, can you make me on now? Am I coming in through? Like, uh, I'm just not going down with the ship with Twitter. Like, I, mean, I took a phone call. Everyone's like, hey, D, it's like, just stay on. Just like, have fun. And like, I listen to the people. I wanted to leave. Don't get me wrong. I wanted, I wanted to dip out because like, people saying the N-word and whatnot. But you know what? I'm here for you guys. Putting the positivity out there. Talk about all your nerd stuff, and I'm 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 going down like Anton said, going down with the ship. So check me out, check Anton Six out, check out TV Controller, check out every episode of FTO podcast. Like it's always a good time on all these programs. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. All right, until next time, keep it cheesy. And take it easy. Hey guys, D here of FTO Nerd Talk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you like. Subscribe, follow, tell your friends about FTN Air Talk. Got a lot of different shows for all of you. Make sure you tune in every week for a brand new episode. Take it easy.